Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Mornings with McKenzie on the Everything In Between podcast, where we get the morning started with a quick chat about life and Jesus. This morning, I want to read a couple pages out of a book that I'm reading, and it's called Anonymous, Jesus's Hidden Years and Yours. I know I've mentioned multiple times throughout these episodes that I feel like I'm in a hidden year and that I'm like trying to really create good habits and God is just like bringing me through this season. I don't know. Um, But this book, y'all, it's called Anonymous. Like I said, it is so good. It basically talks about the 30 years before Jesus started his ministry and how those years were hidden years. And this chapter I'm going to read, it's chapter 36 and it's called Trust in God's Timing. It reads, When tempted by Satan to use privilege and performance to win the approval of man, Jesus chose to honor God's way and not live for the man's awe. The unshakable identity we spoke of in the last chapter made the second half of that choice possible. But I believe another characteristic was also necessary in order for Jesus to make the first half of that choice. What grows in anonymous seasons? Our trust in God's timing. Hidden years are frequently marked by the loss of some control in our lives. This is certainly true when we enter hidden years involuntarily through illness, grief, relationship crisis, or tragedy. But it is also true when we enter hidden years willingly. Just ask a new mom how in control of life she feels. In anonymous seasons, it can seem as though we have lost control of our calendar. Things generally do not happen according to our plans. Much earlier in Anonymous, we examined how Jesus must have awakened each day during his hidden years and asked, Father God, are we there yet? Is today the day? Day after day, month after month, year after year, Jesus would have heard the same reply. No, my son, we are not there yet. Today is not the day. Hearing those words can be excruciating when God-sized dreams are bursting in our soul. Our potential feels all bottled up as though it might explode under the pressure. And we wonder, when, my God? If not now, when? During his visible years, Jesus would often be tempted by others to circumvent God's when. Satan's voice may have been the first to suggest taking a shortcut, but it was neither the last nor the hardest to hear. Jesus's brothers said to him, You ought to leave here and go to Judea so that your disciples may see the miracles you do. No one who wants to become a public figure acts in secret. Since you are doing these things, show yourself to the world. For even his own brothers did not believe in him. Therefore, Jesus told them, the right time for me has not come yet. For you, any time is right. John 7, 3-6 Even Jesus' brothers questioned him about what on earth he was waiting for. What those closest to Jesus could not comprehend was that he was waiting for nothing on earth at all. Not people's praise or an invitation from the leadership, or even a window of opportunity. Jesus was waiting for God's revealed right time. The waiting placed his full potential on pause for decades, yet we do not see him emerging from hiddenness with resentment in his heart, nor do we find him no longer hidden, rushing his acceptance as Messiah to make up for lost time. Over hidden years, Jesus decided that Father always knows best that God's ways are perfect, and that he is never, ever late. So when Satan tempted Jesus to jumpstart his public ministry with a spectacular feat, 
Jesus was able to resist Satan and honor God's way because he trusted in God's timing. On top of the temple, Father God was not saying no to Jesus revealing himself as the Messiah, but not yet. More than we can imagine rest on whether we will yield to God's not yet. The time will come when Jesus would defy death, not from a temple height, but from an empty tomb. In the hidden years, delayed dreams press the question of whom we will let hold the clock for the rest of our lives. When God's timing is not our timing, and it is in our own power to do something about it, as Jesus' example on the temple, whose timing will we choose? Ultimately, your answer to that question depends on who you really trust. Wow. So good. I know for me, when I read that, it was like a slap in the face to I really don't trust God or I really don't trust him fully because I can get so worked up, so worried about the timing of things, about how they're not happening like I thought or as fast or as soon. Like I can get so caught up in that. And it's like, do you even trust God? Because if you do, you will know that he's never late, that he is always on time that his ways, that his timing is better than your ways and your timing, but you don't trust him. So that's why you're out here worried and wondering, when is it going to happen? I don't think the question of, are we there yet? Or when God is wrong. But I think when you begin to idolize that, and then when it doesn't happen, when you want, you go off on your own, then that's when we can get into trouble. So I just want to leave you with rereading the last two sentences of this chapter. When God's timing is not our timing, and it is in our power to do something about it, whose timing will we choose? Ultimately, your answer to that question depends on who you really trust. And so I want to ask you, do you trust yourself more than you trust God? Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for this day, Lord. I thank you for this book. I thank you for this author, God, Miss Chloe. This book is just amazing. And it is so good for when we are in hidden seasons, when we feel like we're in hidden years, God. Jesus was hidden for 30 years before he started his ministry. And we struggle getting through one month. So God, I just pray that as your people, as they continue to grow with you in their hiddenness, God, that they begin to truly and fully trust you that they know that your timing is perfect. You're never late. You're never behind. Whatever culture and society says, God, you trump all of that because you know what's best. So I just pray, God, that as your people continue throughout this week, that they grow into trusting you fully. God, we love you. We trust you. We thank you and we praise you. And in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Have a spectacular day, everyone. Make sure to be kind, to do good, to remember that God loves you and I love you too. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.